I am so excited to welcome you today to another edition of Hopeology with my husband, Pastor Bryant Pigram. I'm excited because God has used him in a profound way in my own life. And I know as you listen to these podcasts, God's going to use him in a profound way in yours as well. Hopeology is a place where we study the God of all hope through the pages of hope, the Holy Scriptures, to be inspired to live a life of hope by the grace of God. So I hope you found a nice, quiet place, and I encourage you right now to just take a moment to pray and ask God to help you as you listen through this podcast today, to open up your ears, to help you to hear Him, to open up your heart so that you can know Him more. Because I believe that God will answer your prayer today. So without further ado, here is Pastor Brian Pigram. Check, check, microphone, check. We're about to get set up today. My wife's about to bring some questions, and uh, we'll see how this works out. So, anyway, the floor is yours. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not really going to answer that question today. Um, I'd like to just hold that off for another time. Uh, maybe maybe in a week, maybe another week or so, two weeks. I have a special way that I like to introduce myself. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be a surprise, entertaining, uh, potentially impacting, I think, for people that hear it. Uh, just my testimony, and I'll be sharing the form of hip-hop style. And I'm hoping that, you know, it'll give people a chance to just kind of get a feel from where I come from and um, how the Lord's brought me to this place. So, look forward to that. Cool. Hey. So the podcast is called Hopeology. Why did you choose to do a podcast on hope? Well, uh, primarily because the world lacks hope. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's, uh, and even if there is hope, a lot of times there's false hope. It's not real hope. It's not hope that is uh, cemented in God and his word. Ultimately, he is the standard of hope that gives every man hope. And so, uh, in a way, I feel like it's strong, it's powerful, it's deep, and it's lasting. And so, I felt like there are a lot of podcasts out there. You know, there are podcasts that have songs, inspirational songs, podcasts that have inspirational messages, powerful messages, inspirational stories of people's lives on hope. But there hasn't really been a podcast out there that primarily is devoted to the study of hope. And so, I thought, hey, this is a great idea, a great opportunity to deep dive into the study of hope mm-hmm. and um and then of course you know you mentioned the idea of hopeology it's like you know an archaeologist they they study the uh, the history of human remains or the history of humans you know what i'm saying you have uh philosophy where it's the study of human thought or way of thinking about life and then you have theology which is the study of god and i like to say hopeology is the study of hope which i guess you would say would be more like a subtopic under theology the study of god within the study of god you have the study of hope which he is the essence of and so i just thought man this would be a great way to do it a podcast on hope and um i believe it's something the world needs and I actually look forward to actually changing the world this way 
<laughs> so what inspired you to start a podcast on Hope? Well, ultimately, the Lord used you, uh, sweetheart, to inspire me to do Hope, I mean, a message on Hope, a podcast on Hope. Um, you've been pushing for it for the past few years. And you mentioned it to me about doing it. You said that you feel like the world should hear my voice and hear what I have to say. I wasn't quite seeing it at the time, um, but it took me a little time for it to kind of settle. And I think the Lord just really allowed me to see that uh, he was pushing me through you. And I didn't see it. And then I feel like in time, the Lord's made it clear, and particularly the beginning of this year, 2023, in January. I feel like he made that clear. And I guess you recall me saying to you, hey, you know, I think this is a year we need to do it. And, um, and so that, that really was that, you know, and, and for the record, uh, people don't know that that's listened to the show, but, you know, ever since you've known me, ever since we've been married, you've always said that you feel like the world should hear my voice. And that's something that, uh, I've always remembered has always stayed with me. And it's always, I think it's always interesting when it's like, there's, you know, your husband, your wife, your children, people that are around you, but they say things that. Uh, really are a reflection of a deep belief and they don't look at the things you bring to the table as something to take lightly or something that should be taken for granted but something that's seen as a need and when that statement is made to you for me, I feel like it's the greatest compliment a man could ever have if his wife saying that to him so thank you for that sweetheart well I guess I was just thinking about uh, you know everything that you said and the reason why I I believe the world needs to hear you is because of just how you've impacted me and you know just just being a lover of God and in in a way that is real and authentic and in a way where it's lived out um every day to be able to see um somebody's ups and downs and to see the relationship being authentic and just how that's impacted me and um so I guess that's always been in my heart, just that how you've how you've helped me. I think the world needs that. Thank you, sweetheart. And you certainly helped me too. My wife is a psalmist, in case you guys don't know. And hopefully she'll be singing on the podcast sometime soon. So stay tuned. It is coming. So was there an, a specific event that sparked hope? Uh, yes. I mean, it was... You know, a few years ago, yeah, I mean, I went through a time where I made a bad decision that I feel like ultimately affected our family. Uh, I feel like it was a setback for us. It was a decision at the time I thought was good. And then, you know, hindsight, I realized it was not good. And the results of it, I feel like really began to cause me to to sink into a, a type of hopelessness, if you will, you know, a type of depression. Um, and because the, the truth of the matter is I really didn't know how to fix it. You know, I think a lot of people had that experience in their lives. You make a decision, it's a bad decision. You know, you think it's good when you make it. And then once you make it, you look back and you realize it was just terrible. And, and then it's like, you don't know how to come back from that. It's like, you go over, over and over in your mind, you go over it again and again. And it's just you just begin to sink. And I feel like that was that's what was happening to me. I was sinking. I was sinking fast. I felt like I was like, Peter, I need the Lord to save me. And um, I didn't know how to get out of it. And so uh, we went to Books A Million and we were just, just trying to find a way to pass time, get our minds off of things. And 
while we was there, there was a plaque on the floor that had an anchor on it. It had rope around the anchor and it had uh, Hebrew 619 on there on, on the bottom and it had hope as the anchor of the soul. And at that time I was feeling so down, but when I saw that scripture and I saw the anchor, I knew God was speaking to me. I knew he was speaking to me in a way that was tender, a way in which he was trying to help me. Um, I feel like it was like Peter. He was reaching his hand out to me to pull me as I was sinking. And, and I looked up the scripture. I studied the scripture. Uh, it was very impactful. It helped me. It strengthened me. I feel like it transformed me. I feel like it gave me strength. It gave me hope. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and, then I, and from that point in time, I feel like every time I had an opportunity, anytime I had a chance to preach or teach or talk to people, I was trying to give that hope away mm-hmm. to every person that I could. Um, I felt like that moment was like an epiphany for me. I, mean, I think I've always had moments. I feel like I've always had hope in my heart ever since I was saved. But I feel like this time was a time that I feel like I had never made in my life. I felt a decision that I felt like I, I couldn't come back from. And I feel like this was just one of those moments where God, our God, who is the God of hope, he revealed himself to me in a great way. Um, and he literally saved me again. And so it's always been my desire to take that hope and that revelation of God, the God of hope, and give that away to other people, you know, because I think a lot of people don't really know or have the experiences that I've had. And that's what I want to do is I want to bring hope. I want to help people, bring life to people, um, and in some cases, challenge people. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to bring life to people. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, the last thing I would like to say, just as a conclusion, though, is... One of the reasons why I think hope is so powerful is because a hopeless person is a purposeless person. And I think that when you don't have hope, you don't have direction and you don't have life. You know, I also could say a hopeless person is a lifeless person. You know what I mean? And I think that God is the God of life and God wants to give every man life. God wants to, he wants to breathe into us life. He wants us to live as he lives. He wants his life to be expressed through us. And God, because God is the ultimate standard of purpose, he wants us to have ultimate purpose and the purpose that he created for our lives. And so I always believe that if if hope could be transmitted, if it could be communicated, if it could be downloaded into a human spirit from God through another individual, it could bring the kind of life that could bring them back to life and truly enable them to live their best life yet. Well, that's it. My wife, unless you got another question for me, she says smiley face. So I take that to me. No. no All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just, um, I mean, just listening to you talk. I remember the time that we were going through and I just, I just, I mean, I'm literally just walling up with tears, just remembering yeah. and just, um, just how God just brought us through. And he's just continued to um, infuse that hope into us during the continuation of yeah, life. Yeah. And has life, you know, because we don't just get back up and never, ever have right. another struggle, right. you know. Yeah. So um, I'm definitely just looking forward to what God's going to do um, in the future. Thank um, you, baby. Thank you. Well, we'll see you guys next time on the other side on Hopeology with Brian and Tammy Pickle. <laughs> See you later.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Hopeology with Pastor Bryant Pilgrim, where we study the God of all hope so we can live a life of hope by His grace. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, we invite you to follow, like, share, and support so this word can continue to go forth and change the lives of many. And remember, God sees you and He is reaching for you today so that you can live your best life yet. Won't you reach for him too? Until next time, I'm Hopeology with Pastor Brian Pegram.